The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM along with Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. How are you? I am well, thanks for asking. How about yourself? Great, great. And I I brought a friend with me today. Um, Some of you who have been listening to the show for a really long time will recognize Haley. Um, She's part of our lending team here at First Alliance Credit Union. Um, So I'm just gonna turn it over to Haley really quick and let her introduce herself. It's been a little while since she's been on the show, but I'm really excited to have her back. Um, to share her expertise, which we'll dive into in a minute. So Haley, go ahead and just share a little bit about yourself and what you do at the credit union. Thanks, Jenna. My name is Haley. I have been here at First Alliance Credit Union for about seven years now. I currently am a contact center lending advisor, which means I assist um, members in getting loans, financial advice, Um, anything on the lending side that you can really think of. And I do a lot of that um, via phone and email, whatever is the most convenient way, you know, to help our members out. On the last episode, Jenna and Haley, we talked about money market accounts. Yes. What is the important Great Money Moves topic for today? Yeah, so I brought Haley in today to talk through a topic that we've covered before on the show, But it is such an important topic for people to understand that I honestly don't think we could talk about it enough. So I brought Haley in today to kind of share some information with our listeners around improving your credit score and kind of talk, dive back into that topic a little bit, because it's been a while since we've touched on it. And like I said, it's just so important to your financial life to really understand what the credit score is and how you can use it to really affect your life in a lot of different ways. So that's what we're here to talk about today is credit scores. It's been actually a long time since we talked about credit scores specifically. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those topics where everybody has questions about it. It's so, I I don't know, kind of mysterious in a lot of ways. Haley, can you tell us how the uh, credit scores are actually calculated? Sure, Andy. There are several different factors that go into calculating credit scores, um, but most of those would include um, certain the number of accounts you have and what types of accounts you have reporting on your credit, as well as your payment history, how much money you owe in regards to in relation, excuse me, to how much you have available to you, as well as the length of time you've had these specific accounts. Mm-hmm. That's a lot yeah. of items. <laughs> <laughs> there are. There are. And and on top of that, too, you know, those all very kind of factor into your credit score in varying ways, right? So they hold different levels of weight in your credit score. So how how you manage those different types of factors that Haley just mentioned is going to also affect whether your credit score is high or low. And so maybe that's a good way to kind of lead into the next question I have for you, Haley, is really around. So those who have struggled financially and they do have that lower score, 
credit score due to these variety of factors that kind of play into that, right? What what are some of the steps someone could take if they have a, a lower credit score, let's say between three and 500, to really help them improve that score and kind of get themselves back into maybe like a good standing credit score position? Yeah, that's a great question, Jenna. Um, and to your point, the different factors do, some of them hold a little bit uh, bigger percentage weight on your credit score. So the the two biggest factors on your credit score, score excuse me, are going to be uh, your payment history, as well as what we call capacity, which is that um, how much money you have available to you that you are not using. So if you've struggled in the past, um, with some of those things, the the number one thing you always want to try and do is immediately, if you can, make sure that your payments are being made on time. Um, the the more late payments you have, the lower your score is going to go, and and they tend to stay on there for a little while if you continuously make those. So getting your payments in on time is going to be the number one, as well as if you try to pay down any of those revolving debts you have, which would be credit cards, lines of credits, even if you're paying a little bit at a time, if you can keep paying those down and and not put the balances back on there, you're going to see that your credit score does start to go up, um, especially if you're able to put bigger payments on those revolving trade lines. Um, generally, what we would say is a, a good standing credit score would be ab about 670 or above. However, it is possible that you can have a, a good standing credit and maybe your score is just taking a little bit more time to, to get up there with the way everything's reporting. Okay, I imagine the worst case scenario would be someone who's filed for bankruptcy. Maybe you could talk about how that would impact the credit score and maybe even more importantly for someone in that situation, how long does the effect last? Sure. So a bankruptcy is going to negatively affect your credit score. Uh, generally, I'd say we see that it would drop your score by at least 100 points. Um, it is kind of a fresh start for you, though. So once, you know, if that becomes the last case scenario and you have to do that, the, the best thing to do is to start rebuilding your credit afterwards. So once you're starting to rebuild that with, you know, um, smaller credit cards or small loans, things like that, you are going to see that your score starts to go up again. However, the bankruptcy is going to report on your credit bureau for about 10 years. And there are certain um, places where the, the bankruptcy could actually impact your rate that you would get on a loan for about three years or so. So it's not impossible to get a loan, even though you are or have recently declared or filed for bankruptcy. That's correct. It's certainly still possible. It's a little harder if you're in the process of doing the bankruptcy. Mm. You generally want to wait until that's completed and discharged and things like that. However, afterwards, we do, you know, have options to try and get people back on their feet with starting over with their credit. There was one other thing I wanted to go back to that you said earlier when you talked about capacity. Um, so would that be if I took all my lines of credit together and added up what it would be if I maxed them all out and then compared to what I actually have for balances? Is that what we're referring to as capacity? 
Yeah, that's exactly right, Andy. So it's going to be the total amount you have uh, in limits available to you versus how much a percentage of that, how much you're using. So if you have um, three different credit cards and and they you're using 30% of all of those limits, you're essentially using 30% of the money you have available to you, which is impacting your score by 30 points. It's essentially one point per percentage. So if you have, if you max them all out, you're keeping your score down by 100 points. So it's a very important piece. So even if you kept it low, you're still getting, if you were at 5%, that would equate to five credit core, credit score points. Correct. But if you are really doing that diligently and it's a very low capacity, you're keeping it under about 20%. If you're keeping up on the other factors on your credit, those on-time payments, um, the other accounts that you have are in good standing, things like that, you're probably still going to be pretty high up there in the credit score. And so that five points isn't going to make as much of a difference if it as it would if you were kind of in the middle where just those five points could put you into a different credit bracket. Okay. And the other aspect of that, if you're a person who has a credit card that you use to make purchases, but you pay it off every single month, pay the balance, would that count towards the capacity level or not? So if the if the payment is made prior to the balance reporting to the credit bureau, it's not going to affect your capacity anyway because it essentially never reported to the credit bureau that you had that balance. However, it is going to show that you're making payments on it, so it's going to not only show that you still have that good capacity on there, but you're also making on-time payments. So obviously that's the best of all worlds if you're able to cash flow whatever line of credit you have. Correct. And if you're paying it off, you know, before your statement period, then you're also not paying interest on that amount. Okay. That's obviously <laughs> a goal for all of us. Is there such a thing as a perfect credit score? You know, there is a, a scale of the credit scores range from 300 to 850. So if we were picking a, a perfect, it, it would have to be the 850. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody's got to have a goal, right? Right, absolutely. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking about credit scores today on Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobel, of course, and Haley Howard from First Alliance Credit Union with us. And we'll be back in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking about credit scores today. The importance of them and how they work and all of that jazz. Jenna, um, I'll let you take it away with the next question for us. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we talked, you gave us so much information both for the break, Haley. I'm wondering, you know, is there a really good way to check your credit score that doesn't hurt your credit score? Because I know that's kind of, if you pull your credit score, sometimes it can ding your credit just a point or two. 
you know, how does that work? Why is that? And, you know, how often are scores really even updated where you would kind of see that change taking place? And that's kind of a lot of questions all in one. Yeah, no, that's a good point, Jenna. So there are a couple different ways that you can check your credit without, um, you know, getting that ding. You can always go to annualcreditreport.com, which does allow you to get um, a free credit bureau each year. However, you there are three separate credit bureaus, so Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. You don't have to pull all three of them each time, so you could actually get your credit report a few different times throughout the year if you just went in and got one of them in the you know beginning of the year and then you pulled a different one in the middle of the year so instead of just pulling all three of them for your free report that year um, that would allow you to be able to see it you know the the bureaus are going to be relatively similar sometimes they differ in in just a little bit on what they do report or don't report um, you can also utilize different uh credit scoring applications like credit sense uh, that we offer like through our online banking or credit karma they're very similar those however do use soft pulls which means they don't affect your credit score negatively however because they're not pulling a hard pull the credit score itself can sometimes fluctuate from what is actually reporting on your credit bureau i'd say personally i normally would see that the it's about within 20 points, give or take up or down of what your actual score is, but they are excellent, excellent tools for seeing who you owe money to, how much you owe, how what would help your score go up if you paid this card down and things like that. So I would 100% recommend using one of those tools to help you. What's the difference between a hard pull and a soft pull? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So the, the hard pull is going to pull from the actual credit bureau and, and what they're reporting as their percentages and things like that, where a soft pull is more taking a look at just the accounts that um, you have in the past and things like that. So it might not always have like a maybe a most recent one or things like that, but it doesn't pull directly from the credit bureau so that it's not dinging on your credit. Okay. <laughs> I, <think> I, <laughs> I, I still don't understand why it would have a negative impact if somebody, a lend, you know, somebody, a lender did a credit poll, but apparently it does. Yeah. So usually the reason it has, uh, it, it does have a, a negative impact if it's the hard pull. And usually if it's just like one pull, it's like Jenna said, a very small, like a one or two point type thing and it usually bounces back from that relatively quickly i i think the reason it reports as a negative thing is, on the credit bureaus really is because it can sometimes pose it seems a, a risk if you look and you see that somebody is shopping for credit repetitively a lot mm -hmm. in short periods of times and things like that so that can sometimes be a red flag that there might be something more going on that you know, we, you'd need to have another conversation on what what what's the bigger issue? What can we really, you know, dive into to help with that? Yeah. And so like a good real 
case scenario here, you know, if somebody is going out and, you know, shopping rates and they want to, you know, get, find out how much they can get pre-approved for, for a car loan and they go to, you know, one or, you know, two or three different financial institutions, that's not, I mean, it's going to dig the credit, but probably not significantly. Now, if they go shop those credit, those, those credit scores for the car loan, and then they're also shopping their credit out for some credit cards at the same time. And maybe they've, you know, shopped for a personal loan somewhere else like that altogether is going to be like, whoa, what is this person doing? Okay. Right. So it's kind of like a check, like Haley said, for what is the intention behind what they're doing? Hey, lender, maybe you should hold on before you extend credit because this could be, it could be fraud situation potentially that the actual person doesn't know about that's going on. So one way to catch. Sure. Fraud, I never actually. thought of that. Yeah. Um, and, and then also, yeah, there's, this person is like desperately trying to get money and why. So that there's some, there's some checks and balances that go into it. So, so it's a, again, a, it's, it's a potential symptom of something nasty. Potential. Yes. Potential. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I made sure I said that. <laughs> um, I have heard, horror stories and I this could be urban myth so I'm going to throw it at you Haley that um, that if you were at let's say I'm going to we'll use the car dealer example because that's where people are looking for loans that if you ask for financing through them that sometimes they might pull do multiple pulls from a whole bunch of different lenders and yeah, then that, that could affect you it could. That is true. When when you finance, um, that we would call that indirect lending. So when you finance at the dealership, you're um, doing your lending indirectly because you're not going directly to that financial institution to get the loan. The dealership is essentially getting the loan through there for you. Um, so what happens is they they will send out all of your information and your deal essentially to multiple different credit unions or in banks and and whoever comes back the quickest or something like that, they'll say, you know, yep, we'll take this deal. So, but essentially each financial does a hard pull on your credit. So it, that can hurt people because you go there and you could sometimes potentially come out with 10 credit pulls on your bureau, um, which again, you know, if your score is, is pretty high up there and it's not something you normally do, it's, not going to hurt you so bad and it's going to pop back up from that relatively quickly but if you're really there in the middle when you've been working really hard on your credit and things like that it is something that potentially could could drop you down into a bracket that you have worked really hard to get out of so it is usually a better idea to go to your financial your credit union and do that financing directly so that you're only having the one poll done wow interesting okay we already have to take another break. We are talking about credit scores today on Good Money Moves, and we will return in just a moment. Haley Howard and Jenna Talbot with First Alliance Credit Union on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves Credit Scores. The topic today, 
Haley Howard with First Alliance Credit Union, along with Jenna Tobble, of course. I'm Andy Brownell, and uh, you mentioned last time, Haley, credit scores, credit report. Obviously, there is a difference. What is the difference? Yeah, so a credit score is essentially just a number base that shows how likely a loan is to be paid, repaid back. And those, um, like we've talked about, can vary from between about 300 and 850. Whereas, so the, the score is is essentially the scoring system that is coming from the report. And the report is the history of all of your current and past debts that are being paid or have been paid or not been paid. Okay, one's your life story. The other one's a yeah. snapshot. Correct. Yep. Hmm. Exactly. And it's so the when I do notes version. Yeah. So when I do the poll, my annual poll that I get, the free one, that's going to have my life history in it, right? That's correct. It'll have both your score and your entire credit history. And I can right away. I should be able to spot if something fishy is happening there. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know the credit score. Then that that one you can, yeah, you can view that you know from all kinds of different tools as well. Like there's all kinds of free credit score tools out there. You hear about those all the time. So you know, in First Alliance Credit Union offers your credit score for free inside our online banking and our mobile app as well. So you can you can look at that and keep tabs on that pretty easily. And the one thing you want to think about when you're looking at that is if there's a major like fluctuation in your credit score that you didn't anticipate, right? Like you didn't maybe take out a new line of credit or pay off a new uh, some kind of um, debt vehicle, right? It but your score changes, that's a really good sign. Like, hey, it might be time for me to go pull my credit report from one of those three sources that Haley mentioned earlier in the show and take a really close look at it because then that's where you're going to find out what's truly affecting that and is there something going on? Is there something being attributed to your credit report that shouldn't be, right? You know, mistakes happen sometimes, especially if you have like a similar name to someone else. You can end up with their um, credit information on your report, and there are ways to go about having that removed and making amendments to that credit report when things aren't accurate. Or, again, could be a signal of fraud. Maybe somebody opened up a bunch of credit cards in your name, and they're now reflecting on your credit report, which is affecting your credit score. So there, you do need to pay attention to both of them for sure, right? And that credit score is kind of your your summary, your Cliff Notes version. And then if something doesn't look right there, that based on what you know about your credit history, that's when you want to go check that credit report and be like, okay, what's really going on here? And dig deep into that. And people like Haley can help you do that. Awesome. So what what level of, I mean, those scores fluctuate all the time a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, how much of a fluctuation would I go, oh, no, I mean, I need to check this out. That's a good question, Andy. I would say anything that is abnormal for your okay. specific credit situation. Mm -hmm. So if you if you check it often and you see that it generally fluctuates here and there by 10 points, but one day it's fluctuating by, you know, 40 points, that would be a little bit of a red flag to take, you know, a deeper look into it. So okay. everybody's different, so they may fluctuate differently. So anything that's abnormal for your personal yeah. Unless you knew of something, you made a late payment by accident or something like that, mm -hmm. then you would be aware of a you know something you already did. Um, let's go to the scenario if 
I'm in a situation. Let's say my car is busted down. I need a new car, but I have a bad credit score. I'm in the process of trying to get that credit score up. But it, obviously that takes time. Am, am I out of luck? Is Does that mean there's no way I'm going to be able to get a loan in order to get new wheels? You know, absolutely not, Andy. We are always happy to look at the options that we have to offer, you know, our members and new members. We do understand that life happens, so we understand that things happen that can affect your credit score, and maybe they were just, you know, simple mistakes in the past or things that you really had no control over. Um, so we do like to look at our members as members and not as credit scores. So we would look at all the different options. You know, sometimes there are situations where certain loans don't make sense and they might put somebody in a in a worse financial situation and we certainly don't want to do that um, but if if that was the case where we weren't able to help with the loan at that time we would come up with a plan to help the members in the future so we'd come up with a roadmap of here's what we need to to do to get you to that point and we're going to help you do it that's excellent that's, you know, that kind of guidance at that point in somebody's life can make a big difference. Absolutely. It does. Okay. And as usual, we have a lot more questions. I have a lot more questions, but I don't have enough time to ask a lot more questions. So uh, I'm going to throw this at you, Jenna, and ask you where I can find out more. Um mm -hmm or at least resources to explore if I want to learn more about credit scores and how to improve my credit score specifically. Yeah, absolutely. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. You can subscribe to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice out there every week around all kinds of topics from credit scores and paying off your debt to budgeting and things like what is a money market account like we talked about last week, right? So all of that information is on our website. You can also go back and listen to past episodes of this show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, I would strongly recommend that you reach out to our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union so that they can help you get pointed in the right financial direction for whatever goals that you're working towards. And of course, First Alliance Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. Thank you, Haley for joining us and all of your wisdom. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you for having me. And Jenna, thank you again, and we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. This has been Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.